1: Welcome to season three and episode number 54 of the Daily Beaver here on the Cryer Media Network. Good morning, Kit Linda M. Good morning, Kit Elaine. So lovely to see you this morning uh today recording day is Thursday February 9th 2023 and it looks like we'll get a hint of sun then uh, a combination of light and more intense rain for a near 24 hour period here at the Beaver Lodge Yay slush weather just my just what I love Yes, I'm your host, the Eager Beaver, pronouns he, him, hey, Mr. Beaver, eh? And with me, as always, is my partner in crime, my colleague, the person without whom I could not do this, Mr. Grizzly, and we will be saying hello to him very soon. Of course, a big thank you goes to our podcast's founding sponsors, The Peppermaster, the Misfy Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, and CanadianTarot.com. Uh, we have a Thursday nibble for you, I would guess. Mr. Grizzly? Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But first, we have to say hello to this fine gentleman, our gravelly growler. Good morning, Mr. Grizzly.
2: How's your mental health today? Your, uh, the mental health is good. Um, have, yes. Uh, with the doctor, things are going on. I currently have a migraine behind my left eye. Um, so I. I Contemplated putting on sunglasses, and then I thought, well, now I, I can find them because they're in my car. <laughs> my prescription, my prescription sunglasses are in my car, and I thought, well, I could put on an eye patch, but I don't have one, so I'll just, uh, I'll just do the best I can and look all squint-eyed and confused, as old Gordy would say. <laughs> um,
1: just wondering if you might have a lot of things going on in the background because you seem a little choppy now and
2: then. Uh, that's the thing. Uh, I noticed that my processor's gone haywire, but I don't have a lot of stuff in the background. So I'll just close everything and see. All right. Uh, okay.
1: Um, well, while you're doing that, because usually you start us off with stuff, so... Uh... <laughs> yeah. I have something.
2: I do have I something. Called. I do have okay. something. Okay, go ahead. Um, this is a, a, a clip, uh, and, and I if you... If you if you look at it in our um, our write-up from, you know, in the YouTube write-up, I talk about this individual in, in um, Alberta who compared climate change to eating a chili pepper, and he actually did this. <laughs> you got to see this video to believe it. Oh, boy. Here we go.
0: <laughs> uh, the important thing just happened at a city council meeting in Clinton. I that said he was representing the oil field, chili pepper, to try and prove that climate change wasn't a big deal. And I don't think anybody is really standing up for the oil field. And I kind of wanted to demonstrate that climate change is not a huge issue. Because I brought a chili pepper and I was going to eat it and show that even if something does heat up a little bit, it's not the end of the world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh my God. <laughs> The pepper's heating up a little bit, but it's not a big issue. He he starts talking about South America and how people vacation in South America all the time. Because a lot of people say that if Canada was to heat up, it would be the end of the world. South America is way warmer than Canada, and people vacation there all the time. So... (laughs) I can't. I can't.
2: Yeah, neither can I <laughs> what, what the hell? Oh, really? <laughs>
1: oh Darwin. You know that you know those Calgon commercials back in the day? Calgon, take me Mm, away.
2: Take me away,
1: Darwin. Yes, (laughs) I just put a
2: little sprinkle, a
1: little Darwin, in my bathtub. (laughs) 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 I'm like, oh,
2: Berta, that's the most Berta thing you could do. And I'm like, Florabama, right? So, and people, look, I, I will, I will, I will point out silliness that happens in Alberta. And people go, oh, you're just an elitist from Ontario. Yeah, I lived in Alberta for seven years. Both my mm-hmm. sisters from Alberta. They were both born there. I have family there. I have friends there. No, I'm picking on an idiot that's in Alberta who's asking to have attention focused on him. So we're going to do that. yeah. <laughs> A ghost uh, chain would have been great. Uh, yeah. It's heating up a little bit, but it's not too bad. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah. Speaking
1: okay. of uh, people from Alberta who like to have uh, attention focused on them, uh, Mr. Grizzly, uh, if you would, this has been going around the internet. and uh, Yeah.
2: Yeah, the, the handshake, right? <laughs> yes, if you would. Okay, kids, just... Take a look at this. Yeah, she's like clearly didn't want to shake his hand. What the hell is that? He, he held his hand out to her, and she went uh, and and hesitated. She, I mean, she raised, is... she raised it.
1: She she presents it. Yeah, right? and then but only backs like away. About a quarter of the way. Like I'm not going to meet you halfway. Right, and here's the thing. Right, with this guy. Remember that whole Trump thing, yeah, right when he like you know would grab someone's like hand and then like pull, pull it towards him like this, and that yeah. power move, and everybody was wondering what was going to happen. Then Trudeau just like like just like reached and grabbed his shoulder and then <laughs> reached yeah. his hand and everybody's like, "Ooh, power move!" This guy's been here before. Yeah, he's done this. He's With done bigger this. batters, bigger yeah. batter people, right? Did you see how he reached down and says, oh, "I yeah. see what you're doing. I'm just going to yeah, grab yeah. that," and like this that's super passive aggressive. Okay. First, that's worse than when, you know, when someone like gives you your hand to shake and the shake is like, like a says, a shake of like a fish. Oh. Yeah. Right. When the yeah. palm is, you shake a hand and the palms all like loose. That's sort of like, yeah, no.
2: I come right? from the school of when you shake somebody's hand, if they don't walk away going, ouch, I think I've broken a bone. Then you've done it incorrectly. So, my that's how I grew up right and I right my mother said you have to shake a woman's hand a little less a little less I'm like so then I after, then I was like I didn't want to shake anybody's hand after that because I was really self-conscious that I was hurting people I'm like but that's what I was told to do firm, firm handshake firm yeah. but not alpha <laughs> well it, it, I and I have to figure that out
1: right it's 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 a handshake it's not ivan drago at rocky three they must break you
2: well <laughs> and it's, i'm still working on figuring that out because i'll get oh good handshake and it's like oh dude are you trying to hurt me i'm like no i uh, i just don't know what to do anymore i just Firm don't know but how but to be squeeze. in this world some days Firm, but don't squeeze <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: firm but don't squeeze two to three shakes
1: at most and let go. Well, you know you
2: And this is the this is the absolute truth. I have closed deals on a handshake. Yes, I have closed uh it, now, you know, representing myself. Yes, my my myself, my company. I've closed lots of deals on handshake and uh uh, I've, I've, I've organized events where I've worked as an MC or a DJ and they go, we need a contract. I'm like, no, we shook on it. That's, that's all the contract I need. They're like, are you serious? I go, yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll do the job. And I've never had an issue. Now I do realize that when it comes to the company that I work for, there has to be a contract involved. I can't, you know, we can shake on the deal. The paperwork will follow. Because it has to, right? I mean, it, I can't it represent somebody else and not do it without the all the legal ramifications that have to be involved. But that's just, you know, modern day. Yeah,
1: exactly. And on the wavelength, then we have this little thing uh, from her, where she is basically talking uh, about the situation. Now, She's basically sitting in front of the prime minister and pretty much slagging him left, right, and center. Mm-hmm. Now, w- listen to her, but watch him in this clip. He is so freaking amused. Amused. <laughs> By everything that she's doing, he's just watching the performance art. Like, see how he's just sitting there, mm-hmm. yeah, like, okay, him. let's see what let's see what you're gonna say to this. What What did they <laughs> say about
2: his socks up. in this one, though? Have they picked on his socks yet?
1: Not yet, that I've heard. But I like them because I'm am I'm, I'm, I'm always. You know what? When you were when you were in politics and you're in like business and all your your up all your wear is like mm-hmm, gray or mm-hmm. blue or brown or black. Right. Right. Your little handkerchief, if you got one, your tie and your socks are the only place to show a little bit of whimsy and fashion and color. Agreed. When you can do that, those socks with that tie and that color of tie with that color of suit and with that shirt.
2: Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Little Lodoc with the green of the gray He's styling. He's styling. Well, uh, he must
2: say yay. Well, snaps it. And remember, Stephen Harper had his own personal stylist. Yes. uh, His own personal uh, uh, groomer for his hair. And I'm like, yes. And who was that, like a 75-year-old man? (laughs) (laughs) So let's listen to this, shall we?
1: This should be interesting. Okay, I'll just make sure that the volume is up before I do that. There There we we go. go. I
2: don't hear anything.
1: I don't hear a thing either. That is very weird. Okay, hold on. That is probably the volume on the computer. There's probably another volume thing on the clip itself. Yeah, for the clip. Yeah,
2: for the because uh, the the, the um, web page clip should have okay. something. It is on. That's very weird. Well, all right. me. You can send it to me, and I can put it up. Yeah, I will have to send it to you. Okay. Now that is very weird. That, that just sometimes not. the technology just doesn't want to behave itself for some reason or another, and I honestly don't know why or what that is i think bruce has hit it on the head exactly
1: (laughs) it's like like trump i can understand all the money that went into his hair because he freaking needed scaffolding and an architect to be able to comb it over and have it stay that way but harper i don't know where the money went seriously Uh, i I, I don't
2: know (laughs) and and look his hair was so short. He looked the same way, right? Getting out at of me bed and, as
1: going to bed.
2: <laughs> come at and body shame me. Say I'm body shaming Harper. I'm not. Look, I'm not exactly a prize. Okay. Look, I'm bald. I'm going blind. I've, I've got hearing in one ear. I've got this scraggly old beard and crooked ass teeth. And I'd love to get my teeth fixed, but that's $25,000, 20 to $25,000 that I don't have. So, you know, but when you have a personal stylist for your, your clothes and your hair, you should be able to do a little bit better, especially when we paid for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. we, I, I definitely wanted a
1: value for money audit on that one. <laughs> It's like, dude, just go yeah. get yourself a couple of gay friends. We'll give you makeovers for free. Seriously, save the state some money. Yeah, just stop being addicted yeah. to gay people. <laughs> we like to help. Okay,
2: okay. <laughs> let's pull this up here. I've got the video ready to roll, and we will launch this. And the All audio right. does appear to be working, so let's give it a go. And here we are. Now watch him. him.
0: ...to talk about some common interest maybe some areas of difference, to see if we can find some common interest. We have, I think, a lot of shared addressing issues of Indigenous health care and health addiction, home care, community-based care as we transform our health care system. So I'm pleased that we'll be meeting with all, all of the other premiers uh, today. Um, but, of course, I uh, did write a letter to the Prime Minister a couple of weeks ago uh, expressing concern about some of the major initiatives that have been announced. Okay stop, it, okay, stop it, stop it, stop
1: it, stop Now notice, right? I, I did write I did a letter, write to, a letter the to, the to the Prime Minister. I mm. like, yep, yeah, like, sure you yeah, did, sure did. I got you, <laughs> your I got, got, you. your letter. Yeah, He's, got you. smiling. He's smiling. You <laughs> he have go, you have go. On uh, the just transition, the impression that the
0: energy sector is going to be phased out it's not going to be phased out, we're transforming away from uh, again? Again? emissions Again, again? Did you see that? Did you
1: see that? his little mm-hmm. head yeah, it's it's little said head the other day. The, 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 no, 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 like space no, no, space no, no exactly the on that lng export to reduce emissions using the green transfer mechanism
2: to get
0: credit here that would also help for Columbia, working on critical minerals hydrogen, geothermal, thermal i think there's a lot of opportunity for us to find some common ground I'm also concerned about the green electricity regulations. Our province has 90% of our electricity grid on natural gas, and so a uh, early phase out of natural gas is just not going to result in a reliable and affordable option for our province. And uh, so we had also a uh, proposed emissions cap on um, the energy sector. We've said very clearly that uh, an aggressive emissions cap, such as was initially proposed, would really be a production cap. Yeah, because there isn't a a feasible way for us to achieve that within eight years. So, with that, I think we'll find some common ground. That's on those issues today. I think it's going to work for all for Alberta, for all of Canada, that we need to find common ground so that we can continue to move forward on the growth of the issues
1: together. At the end, a little nod, and it's like, wow, not bad. You only sound about a quarter crazy. Yeah. He's not having any of it. (laughs) <laughs> you can just talk yeah it's like i see you talking and all I hear is blah 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 but you notice how half of that was all negative right mm-hmm. the energy and, and, this, that. But it's like she had a little bit of complimentary you know we have some common things and then they say you know and then i wrote a letter of the president, and i let him have it and we talked about this we talked about that <laughs> yeah <laughs> so like, was, he well, said there's, yeah go ahead sister just keep rambling
2: and the, the the thing about it that really pisses me off is the fact that that was not the reason they were there. (laughs) No, it's not why they were there. They were there to talk healthcare. They were there to talk healthcare funding, healthcare dollars. And she has to go down the pathway to get her soundbite in for her base. It's like, look, you want to have that conversation? That's fine. Have it when the cameras aren't on because the cameras are on to talk about healthcare dollars. Can we stay on point? Can we stay on the, the reason you're actually here? Why do you have to sidebar this shit? Look, hmm. I get every politician does it, but I was sitting around with the guys last night at the Scotch and cigar club and we were talking about how, and the, most of these guys are, are, are progressive conservative. And I've said this before, they're progressive conservative and we are, I'd say, Ninety-five percent in line with the same things. Matter of fact, we, we got into the we waded into the weeds about BC's um, uh, po- uh, drug decriminalization. Yeah, how they think it's a good plan. It needs to go a little bit further. Uh, we got into about how a UBI would be great. How we need to build housing to get people off the streets and into like we're ninety-five percent. In complete agreement. It's their 5% pushing things. But the one thing we did discuss was how politicians, when you're in opposition, you don't have to oppose every single damn thing every single damn time. Mm-hmm. You can work together on things for the betterment of the country. And, and and not only that, look, why be contrarian? You can be in opposition, but you don't have to be contrarian on Everything. I don't like this policy. What, what are you going to do to change it? We'll do a better job if we get elected. That, that's not answering the question. What are you going to do to make it better? So I'm, like I said, I'm sitting around with a bunch of Tell guys who are in their 70s. <laughs> a bunch of guys in their 70s. Some of them very wealthy. They're all retired. Very wealthy. Uh, and, and capitalists at their core who are like, no. The, they, they fully agree with what BC is doing, but they say it does need to go further because they interviewed a guy who lives on the streets who said, um, the amount I can carry is good for one dosage. I need five of those in a day. Mm-hmm. So I would go to see a dealer on the street, buy my, buy my drugs, and, and carry that back with me and run the risk of getting arrested for carrying more than I'm allowed to carry. He says, because I'm not going to do it five times in a day. It's dangerous to begin. I'm like, wow, yeah, no. And this is, again, an older, white, uh, progressive, conservative individual who says we need to change it. He says it's a step, a huge step in the right direction. It'll make the the world a better place, but we have to do more, and we need to get the supports in place to help these people get clean and sober. And So, I mean, like I said, 95% of what we talk about, we're in complete agreement on. Mm -hmm. And these are really, these are aggressive aggressive progressive programs that these mm-hmm. guys completely support because they're progressive conservatives.
1: Right. Right. That's the difference.
2: And, That's and, and, and what, and, and bringing it back full circle to where we started, she just had to be, had to get her little, get her, get her knife in there and give it a twist about just transition. Like lady, you're not here to talk about this. You want to get your soundbite fun. He's like, go ahead, get your soundbite. Go ahead but when we get into the committee room you're going to listen to what i have to say when it comes to healthcare dollars
1: yep <laughs> right that's pretty much the way it went down that's pretty much the way it went down and uh the you'll notice that the premiers while they have said that they are disappointed with the deal that is offered because what else what they were what they were going to say Premiers always say they're going to do that because as we mentioned in the previous episode, that this is a rare form of negotiation where the premiers demand the federal government comes to the table, the government comes to the table, offers the money, the premiers offer nothing in return, and then pretend like they have a role in accepting or not the offer. It's not an, it's a take it or leave it offer. We're going the same thing Flaherty did in 2011, showing Table once in his mandate, and say this is how it's going to be. Flaherty said you're going to have a three percent escalator, and that's all it's going to be. It's screw you, and he didn't move. And they yelled and they screamed, and and he didn't move. And he didn't meet with them ever again. So you have Trudeau over here that says, you know, I've got, I've got, you know, I understand that you have three asks here. You know, you have, you want me to throw an extra twenty eight billion in right away to get you to to what you guys say is 35%, even though you're ignoring all the tax points that bring you pretty much to 35% as it is. And you want 5% built-in automatic increase to the Canada Health Transfer every year, right? Mm -hmm. And then I got this pool of money over here, like this for some side deals with all the provinces so that you can work on your individual priorities in these specific areas that I have predetermined. Is that you are now all saying are shared priorities, even though you weren't saying that two months ago, but now you are. So he, they don't get their 28 billion. They get about 5 billion plus the 2 billion emergency top up that it was right, uh, right. Were given to help reduce some backlogs. But the $46 billion extra in new money, $46.2 billion to be precise, when you divide it over 10 years, is fewer than $5 billion extra a year. They were looking for 28000000000 billion top-up this year alone. And then 5% over that every year after, right? So the beauty of compound interest here, right? Um, So they didn't get that. They are getting their 5% annual Canada Health Transfer annual increase embedded. And then most of that $46.2 billion is going to be distributed throughout those side deals for which I assume there are going to be strings. So... I think it's one of these situations where all old monies and automatic increases to the Canada health transfer, the federal government can't do anything about with regard to tying strings, although they are going to get some stuff with regard to sharing data, which is very needed. But with all that little extra money, however, we can start creating that system that does have strings in which I would assume that all future money or most of future money would go through at Mm. this point. And over time, we would have a system that had more strings. So I'm guessing that's the foundations when you're looking for transformational change. That's the foundation that the prime minister is setting. Um, Pierre Polliver, in an interesting move, said that he would, if he was elected prime minister, would respect the deal being made now because he certainly doesn't want to sit with him <laughs> three years. He doesn't want this issue on his table during the four years he would be prime minister, if. He was going to be prime minister. So that's pretty cool. And then strategically, what Trudeau did is that he put the negotiations for the $46.2 billion, the extra money, after the main negotiation, which is very, very clever because that stops the premiers from howling while they're all fouling. They're all howling that they're disappointed. None of them are saying that they're not going to take the money. None of them are saying that they're going to lead a campaign for all the premiers to present a to common front and refuse the money it's not enough it's not what we asked for it's not good enough, but we'll take it yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> thanks so they're happy clearly and that means a lot of work was done beforehand by dominic leblanc the interprovincial intergovernmental affairs minister uh he was probably working those phones because they came well, in all uh, excited and then mm-hmm, the next, mm-hmm. minute, oh, we're so disappointed, but not disappointed to actually object. Of course, they still have forty-six point mm-hmm. two billion dollars to negotiate. So, you know, had they reacted too nastily beforehand, it probably would have poisoned the waters for the negotiations to come. So very, very, well, very, 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 very clever of the liberals to present those things in the order that they presented. And by the time, of course, that they work out all those one-on-one provincial and territorial deals, well, enough time will have gone by since the first one that objecting to the overall amount now, two weeks later, three weeks later, probably wouldn't have the same hit media-wise. Mm-hmm. PR-wise, this is very strategic and very, very, very freaking clever. Very clever. <laughs> almost almost carbon tax clever where they, you know, did it as a regulatory fee instead, knowing that they would raise all the hackles and it would stand anyway.
2: So,
0: oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Of course, clever design matters. Clever design matters. All right, um, Mr. Well, Wesley, I think I stopped hearing you. Did you hit a button on your end?
2: I, I should be good. You should man, broadcasting audio.
1: I've lost you. Uh, I've lost your audio.
2: Audio still here.
1: Well gone. I don't know what you're saying.
2: Well we are
1: having a weird technological day. Uh, audio's All still right. good. Well, uh, I'll keep yammering and <laughs> <laughs> my audio is good, you say. Okay. Right. Um there's this little thing also from uh Pierre Poliver that uh, came out uh this tweet here that uh, you might want to put up, Mr. Grizzly. Mm-hmm. Now, we know that uh, the conservatives are obsessed with defunding the CBC. Uh, right. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Paula just put up this uh, tweet uh, yesterday that said, CBC's overpaid president and CEO is not even pretending to be unbiased. She launched a partisan attack against me. Oh, you poor baby. Like you've got nothing with which to fight back and defend yourself. Like a totally really like taxpayer-funded... Salary and office and staff and employees, and it's not like you're shy with an internet account, aren't you, Maple Trump?
2: Let's so, defund Oliver.
1: Jeez, man. She launched a partisan attack against me, proving my claim that just a 1.2 million corporation is a mouthpiece for Justin Trudeau. Yes, of course, they weren't complaining about the organization being a mouthpiece for Justin Trudeau when Harper basically like loaded the board with all his cronies. Then they were fine with the C B C eh? Yeah, yeah. So you know what's that terrible attack? The terrible, terrible, unbelievable attack that the president of the C B C made against Pierre Polliver? Quote There's a lot of C B C bashing going on, somewhat stoked by the leader of the opposition. That's that that's what counts for an attack mm-hmm. yeah. today. In conservative circles,
2: he has no spine, no backbone, no strength, uh, nothing. He's <laughs>
1: there's such freaking snowflake. They call us snowflakes. They melt before they freaking hit the ground. Oh yeah, they like evap. They they start to fall and just evaporate through meter <laughs> This is a personal attack against me. It's a freaking statement, of fact. There is a lot of CBC bashing going on. And it is somewhat stoked by the leader of the opposition who's going all around saying, defund the CBC. He's even got little kids showing up at his rallies with posters saying, defund the CBC. And if that isn't grooming, I don't know what is. <laughs> this, so apparently, um, free speech in the freest country of the world is we can't even speak truth about you that is minimally unflattering. I mean, and this is not unflattering to your base. Your base is eating this shit up when you you know defunded the CBC <laughs> when you talk about mm-hmm. that. It's like that makes them wet down there. They get a wet spot down there when you talk about that, their nipples get hard. <laughs> well, come on,
2: man. Well, it's true. It's like, oh, we're gonna defund the CBC because they 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 attacked me personally. No, they did not. Nobody attacked you. She made a simple, factual statement of truth, period. Mm.
1: So, ah, this, guy, this guy, these people are so damn sensitive. So yes, so apparently MGTOW Millhouse demands that a woman, because the president of the CBC is a woman, Catherine Tate, just lie down and take it when he says he wants to end the organization she leads. Of course, the, of course. The place you work for—I want to end it. Don't complain about it, though. Don't say that I said it because that's an attack, and you're biased.
2: I don't—I don't like that you called me out on what I said when I said what I said because I said it. These people, these people—how
1: are they going to defend us against Putin and G? <laughs> Seriously they're afraid of their own damn shadow. These people live in fear. This is the thing I don't understand about this mo- this movement of conservatism with this whole victim culture. Can you literally kids? I mean, everybody has their own cross to bear. Everybody has a tough time in life. Right? It's not always sunshine and rainbows and unicorns and glitter and lollipops and beavers and grizzlies, right? Like this, there're tough days, there are tough patches, there are sometimes tough months, tough years that you go through sometimes several years in a row that they're tough that you're going through. These guys can't hack it. These guys, these are the weak, these are the slow freaking gazelles who are basically telling the rest of us, no, no, you need to slow down so we don't get eaten. Like, I'm sorry, baby. It's like, don't tell us to slow down. It's like, pump those (laughs) knees up, pump them and learn to run a little faster. I'm just. (sighs) Ugh. These people are so damn annoying. Yes. They yes, melt. They, they fall apart at every little thing. They want to control absolutely everything. It's just ridiculous. So, yeah. I'm so, I don't know what he's complaining about. I really he's don't know what he's complaining about. Because For the sake of it. Because the fact... That she's saying that seems to me that rather than taking that go, oh my God, look at me, I'm a victim, I'm being attacked again, he should be telling her that, see, I'm being effective, the president of the CBC is triggered or something, right? right? But no, he's crying, whining, just, I do not understand how this guy thinks that the, pardon my language, but the whiny little bitch act, (laughs) this signifies statesman signifies strong leader. He says, I'm going to, I cry at every single minimally perceived slight, but I'm going to give you your freedom back, he says. I'm going to give you back control of your life. Canadians, if you're listening to this, particularly if you're considering voting conservative, let me explain one thing to you. If you feel like you are not in control of your life right now, that's probably not the government's problem. It's probably not something that one man can fix. It's probably not something that somebody walking around going, only I can fix it. Or things, only good things happen in this country when I make it happen, can fix. He is promising you things he cannot possibly deliver. The only people who can put you back in control of your own life are you with the help of people that you love and that you trust in your own circle. Some guy running around TV, running all around the internet, screaming and yelling, with his legs, with his legs flapping, with his arms flapping. This could be legs flapping for all we care. For his arms flapping, this doing Rick Mercer cheap version dollar store thrift streeter rant videos. Yeah. He's he's the Chanel knockoff of politics. All right. And it's just telling you that he's going to give you your life back, your control. He can't do that. He can't do that. He possibly cannot do that. You need to look within. Stop voting for assholes. He's got nothing for you. Nothing. <laughs> Yeah, this kid says, oh, but you see people are lazy and want someone else to fix the problems. It takes effort to keep your values and ethics strong. It does. And yes, Theo. <laughs> yep. That's the picture, Theo Moudakis. Meh. That's exactly what's we'll going on. That's it. that's the illustration perfect, right? It's like, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll think about it. It's like, yeah. no, you either say yes or you say no. Because that's all you're going to get. <laughs> But sure, you know, if you need to like spend two weeks pretending like you're thinking about it, I'll be here when you call. <laughs> just, you, know. you can call me on my cell phone. <laughs> Late night when you need my funds. Call me on my cell phone.
2: <laughs> well, yeah we got to wade into the weeds tomorrow about Skippy and his gatekeeper statements because he keeps talking about removing gatekeepers, but at the same time he wants gatekeepers. So which one is it, flip-flop boy? Come on. Come on. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Let's wrap it up.
1: All right. Let's wrap this up because I believe we have a show, Mr. Grizzly. That's the end of this episode of the Daily Beaver Podcast. We hope you love listening to us because we loved making this for you. Hopefully, uh, the audio and the video of this sounded like it all stood together, even though we couldn't talk to each other because we couldn't hear each other. <laughs> well, you could hear me, but I couldn't hear Mr. Grizzly. So hopefully, it all makes sense when you listen to it after, after the fact, and it made sense while you were listening to it too. Okay, Let's, hope sure make, let's make sure it makes sense while you are listening to it and if you listen to it after the fact. <laughs> Because if it only makes sense now and not later, then we did a really bad job. (laughs) Remember that sharing is caring, and word of mouth is priceless. So let your peeps know about us. We let them know about you. Hmm? And you guys have done us so much good. Not only have we reentered the charts, but we've been on for three days in a row. So, yeah, 123rd, 141st, and 121st. Let's keep going up, Kits. Let's keep going up. Um, because democracy is something that you do, you still have two more days to participate in budget consultations, whether it be federally or provincially. Please look up online how it is that you can make your voice heard and let your respective governments know what your priorities are. And thank you, Kit Linda M., for the suggestion. If you really like this podcast, you can find us on the Crier thecriermedia.com. Network as well as all Beaver Grizzly friendly platforms, and if your platform is not yet Beaver Grizzly friendly, write a letter. Ask them why the hell not. Yeah. <clears throat> sorry, sorry. I got a little from there. Stars and Thank reviews you. are appreciated. <laughs> so please give us as many as you can. Uno, dos, three cuatro, cinco, cinco, cinco. As mister Grizzly is fond of saying. We love to hear from you. Reach us on the fast Book at True North Eager Beaver, at our Twitter feed at TrueEager, or by email via true North Eager Beaver at gmail.com. I'll say that a little clearer because I mumbled it at Eager Beaver at gmail.com. And if you are listening to us on our YouTube media page, please smash the like button and please subscribe. We need about a thousand of you to subscribe and we're on our way, but we still got a ways to go yet. So Please, we need your help. And that helps us up big time, big time. We can't do this without you and your kind and generous support. So if you feel that we've done a particularly good show, well, then you can find our tip jar at our coffee site, ko-fi.com slash beaver. That's ko-fi.com slash beaver. Please feel free to buy Mr. Grizzly a cup of coffee. I hope you did get your coffee, Mr. Grizzly. I did. Okay. I did. You did get your refill. Good, 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 good or a mug of hot chocolate for yours truly, because, well, as I keep on saying, you are what you drink. Hot chocolate coming through, and I ain't talking about the guy. I ain't talking about what's in the cup. I'm talking about the guy hosting the podcast. There you go, people. And finally, we've got the quality Eager Beaver merch that you love and want and need and adore and ask for and demand and all that good stuff in sizes from small to 3XL. And you can go get yourself some fabulous today at crier.co slash crier hyphen media hyphen shop. Then click on all the tabs to bring you to the True North Eager Beaver merch. And you can be stylin'. In no time flat. Let people know that you're an engaged citizen. Eager Beaver, Mr. Grizzly merch. You know you want it. We've got it for you. Ah, uh, and we just got new results from the lab, Mr. Grizzly. It seems that our merch, because we're all about love, has been shown to boost your romantic energy by 18.4%. Oh, oh well. Wow. There you go. It is. There, uh... you, there you go. From the Beaver February. Lodge, this is your eager beaver saying until next time dear kids. It can be a tough world out there, so please be kind to and gentle with yourself.
2: Mr. Grizzly, some words of wisdom. May your coffee mug be full, your arms open, and your heart ready to accept those that you love. Cuz greeting card day is fast approaching and I could care less about it. All right, kiddies. Mr. Grizzly. Roll
1: them credits. The True North Eager written Beaver written Podcast written is an Eager Beaver Mr. Grizzly collaboration. Research, story, and guest curation, and copy written by the Eager Beaver. Recording, production, editing, and additional research by Mr. Grizzly. Music courtesy of Ben Sound, royalty-free music. Once again, thank you to our founding sponsors, the Peppermaster, the Misfee Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, and CanadianTarot.com, And thank you to Pete Jarvis for our artwork. We love it. kids. we'll talk to you real soon. Bye. Take care. See you. All right. And thank you, Kit, BB, Kit, Bruce, Kit, Elaine, Kit, Ellen, Kit, everyone, for joining in today. See you tomorrow. Bye. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver Media Podcast. The True North Eager Beaver Podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, The Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and The Pepper Master, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind.